0: Union of the Unknowns, a podcast dedicated to the exploration of modern culture, presents a weekly digest of current events that may have slipped past your radar. This is not your mama's news. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the program. My name is Keel Thor. I'll I'll be your host tonight for Union of the Unknowns presents Not Your Mama's News, where we bring top notch news stories from around the world that uh, may tickle your fancy, but you probably won't see it anywhere else.
1: Something will tickle that fancy.
0: That voice you hear is America's (laughs) sweetheart, Justin the Ism Cant. And we've also got the true Sheila from Down Under, Stella Q.
2: True Blue. G'day.
0: Hello, unknowns. Tonight, I want to start this evening off. I've got... It's not really breaking news, but it is uh, very important. You've probably already seen it. Um, it's been plastered all over CNN and Fox News for the past 24 hours. There was a a mass shooting in Philadelphia yesterday. Uh, a real bloodbath. Uh, there was uh, a guy wearing a... Bulletproof vest, wielding an AR-15, just was walking down the street and was just shooting at random into people, killing four, uh, including a 15-year-old 15, 15 boy and wounding several others. Uh, it's it's really just a tragic thing that we all need to pay. Well, hang on now. So the five victims were... Uh, Demir, uh, DeJuan... <laughs> Brady. Yeah, you know what? Just disregard this. This this isn't even news. Let's just move on. There's, there's nothing to see here.
2: Do you want to do a race start?
0: No, I mean it's
2: that really, was a good transition uh, that you did.
0: No, there's yeah, let's i I've got a new different story here. You know, really that one just uh,
1: are you, you sure know, it, because it I, like <laughs> I have I have props for, for that story. <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, no. man.
2: Jealous. Jealous, jealous. I,
0: I, I would say this oh, was a story. Right. I thought this was <laughs> unloaded. Oh, my God. Okay.
1: <laughs> Gut... Let that, that be a gun, gun responsibility,
0: folks. <laughs> Mind so that... I to put that safety on. Trigger discipline there, Justin. Now, the story looked really important to me, and when yeah. I looked for it, uh, on CNN and Fox News, it just happened yesterday. It, literally, there was four men killed in a July Fourth um, mass shooting.
2: Yeah, I saw uh, something
0: about that. Discriminate, um, uh, but it turns out all of the people involved were minorities, and the, including the cross-dressing gunman himself. So, really, I, I, I honestly didn't see it anywhere. I this today. I was looking through. Fox News, CNN.com, just nothing. So you're
2: saying it didn't happen, maybe?
0: No, I'm saying it did happen, but because this wasn't a a white male doing oh, the shooting. I see. All right. Oh, I see. It, a, it a, doesn't, it a, doesn't it fit troony. the formula.
1: It was a truny, wasn't it?
0: It says uh, cross-dresser yeah. gunman. Yeah, the, I just saw headline. a picture
2: of some cross-dresser being tackled by a couple of cops.
0: I'm surprised you saw it, Stella. I'm surprised it made it out of the.
2: Uh, the, It was probably from an American. Yeah. In a feed somewhere. It is amazing
1: how. It is amazing how heavy assault rifles are.
0: They are pretty heavy. It's insulting. They don't. They don't look it. But they are. Uh, But anyway, I just. Really, this this should be a week long story. Just like every other mass shooting. But.
2: Because we we can
0: make well because the demographics involved, it probably lasted you know 12 hours and then disappeared.
2: Hmm.
0: Anyway, that was that was my jokey jokey way of going through this story here. Although Uh,
1: if, if you haven't seen a picture of the dude that did it, look it up because like it is the most bizarre looking motherfucker you'll ever see.
0: I'd, all I see is his, is his face in the story that I, the article I have here.
2: His lips are wait, like. Where was the shooting again?
0: Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love.
1: City of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. I guess the beginning of it, the, the pre.
0: He was in West Philadelphia, prequel. born and raised.
1: Something yeah, about a it. playground.
0: Yep. New York post. Uh, but I guess the other, like the actual, I mean, we can discuss this if you guys want, I mean, the the guy, it didn't give a motive or anything. He just kind of started, he was walking down the street in his Philadelphia neighborhood and started shooting at people, killed, uh, five or four, four or five guys, men says, well, 15 year old boy was one of the people killed. Um, it says he was shooting into cars that were parked on the road and uh, there were there was a, one guy who was taking his, I don't know how old they were, young children. They were twins in the back seat and one, both of them got shot a couple of times. And really, I mean, seriously tragic. I mean, I know I'm making light of this because of the way the news uh, sh- shows bias in stories like this. But if you saw if this was perpetrated by, you know, a white male walking down the street, then it would be news plastered, wallpapered all over the place. You couldn't get away from it.
2: I'm seeing a, am seeing a reasonable amount of coverage here. Times Are Herald, you? New York Times, New York Post, BBC. But, it's, but yeah, it's, you're 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 right, um, Justin. That is a freaky looking dude.
1: And it's it's. It kind of falls under, like, the the media is factual but not truthful. So, yes, they did write an article about it, but they just, you know, wrote it down on a piece of paper and stuck it in a drawer. It's not being blown up yeah, yeah, across yeah. But, social media and everything. Like, it would have been had it been a straight white male.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And there There would be articles about the police investigation and who were the supremacy who was was this person's family and where did he live and did they find a manifesto and you know did they ever
1: did they ever release the manifesto of the uh troon that shot up that catholic school or christian school
0: i don't think so i never saw the weird Uh, I just want to read out
2: this little bit here, New York Post, um, just this bit. So the the, the gunman's name is Carricker, yeah. uh, C-A-R-R-I-K-E-R, strange name. That's also not his de-
1: God-given name.
2: No, it's well, his character um, name. <laughs> actually,
1: I've seen some of these, pe- how would these people name their kids, It very well may be.
2: That's just obviously a surname. But anyway, uh, Carricker also described himself as a computer engineer and showed an interest in guns posting pictures of memes and memes of people with firearms. One image featured a person holding a pistol with the caption Wherefore art thou opposition so I may slide upon thine block and runneth down on thee. Now I see a few things being targeted here. It's fairly obvious. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Describes himself as a computer engineer. I guess that's pretty pretty innocent. Shows an interesting guns, so well, we know where that one's coming from. Uh, posting pictures and and uh, memes of people with firearms. Okay, so there's the meme attack and there's the firearm attack again. And then we've got a, a sort of a, I don't know, I see it as a bit of a, a Christian slant attack because they're kind of speaking old Bible kind of the thou's. I don't know. It just, it suggests that to me. By
1: slant, yeah. did you mean Asian?
2: No, no I, <laughs> I meant flavor. Okay. A, not, and not Asian flavor.
0: <laughs> Bible Asian flavor. Asian, Although Asian-flavored
1: food is delicious. It's that it MSG, King of Flavor. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now, that, that Kim, Kim Brady character. Kim Brady
0: character. <laughs>
2: Very strange-looking
0: dude. Now, it says here he's...
2: Ah, look at the bike on its side. That's really Ollie Demigard, for sure. That's, yeah, New York Post. There's a push oh. bike on its side. It's one of those signs.
1: Can I take a quick sidetrack and suggest that anyone that rides a bike on the on the road deserves to be
0: ran over? I just, you know. It's a little kids but it depends.
1: Well, I'm I not have... talking about neighborhoods. I'm talking like if you're riding a bike down a highway, <laughs> go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> I I'm not too far from that. I have no love for cyclists that practice on public streets. Uh, but I, I, I will say, technically speaking, legally speaking, they're supposed to be on the road as if they were a vehicle. This but, is true. But they need to respect the fact that there are vehicles weighing tons, you know, tons of steel flying past them.
1: And they, they never we- obey traffic laws.
0: That's the thing. They have. I've seen bumper stickers that say they've got a picture of a bicycle on it. Says same roads, same rules. You know, like talking to me driving a car that I need to respect them. Well,
2: where the respect fuck the is? Where the fuck are
0: you? You need to stop, st- stop weaving in and out of cars. Stop pulling all the way up to the red light past all the vehicles that are stopped patiently waiting. Quit being assholes about it, and maybe we won't. We won't disrespect you so much.
1: No, I absolutely will, because they're impeding the flow of traffic, which is, in fact, illegal. And not to get us, again, too far off topic, but the only thing worse than that, and this does include neighborhoods, is these old motherfuckers that walk down the road when there's a fucking sidewalk two feet to the right. Yeah. Holy they shit. put the That's fucking all- sidewalk there for a reason.
0: Yes. Why, well, why walk was the side of it?
1: because they're assholes.
0: Yeah, I don't understand that either.
1: So, the reasoning that I've heard is they're like, "Oh, the the asphalt softer than the concrete. So it's better for my knees." Go oh, fuck yourself. Break. It's fucking <laughs> It's fucking rocks. I <laughs> <laughs> see I'm more fired up about bicyclists and pedestrians than I am about <laughs> this fucking dickhead shooting a bunch of people. Yeah. That, that's, or, something, that's something that affects my life.
0: Or if you're going to walk on the street, please walk on the correct side of the road. Instead, you know, when you're walking on the street, the correct side is to walk on the left-hand side. So you're facing oncoming traffic. This is correct. At least here in America. I can't speak for cars in Australia. I don't know which side of the road you guys drive on, but
2: it depends on how much you've had to drink.
0: but you're supposed to you're supposed to face oncoming traffic so you know if a car is if you're on the the same side of the road as the flow of traffic you can get hit from behind and you will never see it coming yeah i would always whenever i walk
2: if there's no if there's no sidewalk or what we call footpath yeah um i always walk into the oncoming traffic so i can right
0: that's how you're supposed to do it but i see people in my neighborhood uh jogging along walking along in the mornings with your fucking earbuds in oh, that's and so you're bad, on the, yeah. the wrong side of the road. And I'm like, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not a, you know, idiot.
2: no, but um, that's, that's really stupid people. It's the ultimate um, ignorance or I suppose the ultimate trust. If you want to be optimistic of people who drive or walk with earbuds in, I can't, I need to know what's around me. I mean, yeah. somebody could come up and bloody attack them and, they just be that's
0: completely perfect. oblivious. Can now,
1: we go I, ahead and just turn this episode into asshole pedestrians for an hour?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Now I've got earbuds, and they've got like a transparency mode, so you can hear. It's as if you're wearing headphones with like a mesh instead of completely oh, yeah. cover. Perfect. So you can you can hear what's going on around you. So yeah, I, I could assume that that's the same thing going on when I see people well, with earbuds normally. I, but-
1: I, I drive an, a Nissan NV200, which for the most part is okay. But regular, like if I turn off whatever I'm listening to on my phone through Bluetooth, through the car, if I turn it off for, I mean, sometimes it'll just be like two minutes. Other times it'll be like 60 minutes. It won't play again. It's like I'll hit play and the audio won't come out of the speakers. It, it's shitty Nissan. Whatever, so I do sometimes drive with one earbud in my ear, so I can listen whatever I'm drive. Um, so I listen to whatever I listen to while I'm driving, but yeah, it's that's just foolish. Mm, just driving. Yes. Around. Well, at the same time, though, there are deaf people that walk and drive.
2: Well, it's just another example of how um separated we are, and how we ignore our inst. We're not even allowing our instincts to function when we're yeah. just so you know i mean i do that at home i walk around with stuff in you know in my ears all the time but i'm at home <laughs> certainly right. wouldn't do it in public and i can't drive with you know if if i am listening to something it'll be maybe with one earbud in one side and the other one fully open or just the thing you know if it's loud enough i can just anyway yeah
1: pretty silly and, and since i've derailed us into this topic already can <laughs> i get one more thing off of my chest we live. Delib- delivery drivers specifically amazon drivers because there's more of those than ever they will regularly so they will park on the wrong side of the street which is another pet peeve of mine but what they'll do is they'll pull to the left side of the road to uh, you know drop off their package but the the door on their sprinter vans opens on the right side of the vehicle So they're just fucking sitting there on their fucking tablet doing this. They just fucking walk right out into the street. Don't fucking ever look up. I can't tell you how many Amazon drivers I've almost... Like, had I been on my phone while I was driving past them, I'd have fucking, like, nine Amazon fucking uh, hood ornaments. (laughs) No one pays any goddamn attention.
0: Nope. No, the official stance of the union of the unknowns is pay fucking attention
1: and get the fuck on the sidewalk. If you're driving a bicycle or your fucking feet
0: where applicable. Yes. All right. Well that takes up my time.
1: <laughs> Sorry <laughs> about that. No,
0: uh, just I, I really
1: the, feel like I, re- I really do feel better getting that off my chest though.
0: Well, good. This is a, a <laughs> healing, healing environment. I think.
2: It is a bit of a pet peeve of mine as well that people are do seem to be generally oblivious to their immediate surroundings, particularly in supermarkets, you know, where people just stop in the middle with all – they're blocking the whole aisle and they're having the chat, you know. It's like, oh, yeah. there are other people here.
1: So yeah. I'm going to say this a little bit more quietly because my wife is not far away. <laughs> my wife does that constantly in the supermarket. <laughs> when it really grinds my gears is when we're at Costco – because it's just so there are so many people there, and I'm constantly because she I'm, I'm teaching her how to drive currently, but every time we go to the grocery store, and she's pushing the shopping cart I'm like pretend you're driving a car like practice your situational awareness.
0: <laughs> Boom!
1: Fucking like, crash into someone.
0: Oh man! But oh. Costco, Costco can her, be ruthless.
1: In her defense, she's a, she's an Asian woman. So she, she She has a lot to overcome here.
2: Welcome to uh, Welcome to whinging of the Unknowns.
0: <laughs> Glad you could join us. Uh,
1: I married I married an Asian. I can't be racist. <laughs> Impossible.
0: Uh, yeah, at Costco, <laughs> let me just say there are very clear, noticeable like veins of traffic. And you, you can, you slide in and out of them easily enough, but you've got to know if you need to stop somewhere, if you want to look at something or you need to just stop, pull the buggy to the side, pull, pull over into one of the aisles where nobody's moving and just get out of the flow of traffic. Just, just let the traffic flow. That's that should be a top priority at that if, moment.
1: If I'm walking down an aisle and there's something I want to look at, I'll go down to the end of the aisle pull my cart to the side at the end of the aisle in between the aisles and I'll walk back up.
0: Now that's something else though, that eh, it's not that big a deal, but if people who park their their cart, like you're describing and then walk several feet away from it to look at something that just kind of seems weird to me. You lost points for that.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I mean, get out of the way,
0: you get out of the way, but I, I, I always make sure I'm with my cart.
1: Well, sometimes, sometimes I'm going to be fucking around for 15 minutes with the hex-clad um, pots and pans. It's like, man, yeah. this is, like, really expensive, but it seems nice. But I really kind of just want stainless steel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll tell you what. Anyway. Oh, cool oh, one more. Last time I was at Costco, there was this dumb, fucking, fat, ugly bitch on a wheelchair, uh, an electric <laughs> scooter, 100... Hundred thousand dollars says this bitch could walk if she wanted to, and I guess there was someone else in the store that that they know, and they were going opposite ways down the aisles. Every fucking aisle, they would stop and chat, <laughs> blocking literally the entire aisle. Yeah, they
2: need. They're starting to need traffic lights in these places. It's ridiculous.
1: Oh, and I and, think and we,
2: I'd, we should I'd, run I'd, a I'd course on on, um, on trolley etiquette.
0: Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> that's my next point. So you call them trolleys down in Australia. Shopping trolley. In the, yep. In the in the south in the southern United States we call them buggies. Oh I God. I've always referred to them as a shopping cart or a cart. But yeah, we call them buggies down here. That's the common term. I I can do buggy. Yeah.
1: But I can down do cat. here down here in Georgia we're a little bit more like if you want a Sprite you still order a Coke. Yeah, and then you know. go and get Sprite.
0: Yeah. Like okay. everything's Coke. Yeah, or I don't know. If if you're talking I to mean, a waitress and you say Coke, yeah. they'll bring you an actual Coke.
1: If if it's like a self-serve drink area, like you go to McDonald's, yeah. like let me get a large Coke. Then you walk large. over and you get Sprite.
2: Yeah. That reminds me of when I was in Egypt like many years ago and there were Coca-Cola posters and signs everywhere. But you could only get Pepsi.
1: (laughs) It's really weird. That's that's fucking heresy. That's weird. That's strange.
2: Yeah, it's probably different now. Some time ago, Pepsi
1: sucks.
0: (laughs) It all sucks, man. Nah. Oh, come on. Delicious. Pepsi is delicious too, but I I used to polish my
2: I used to polish my chrome bumper bars on my EK Holden with Coca Cola. Worked a treat.
0: Oh, Coca Cola is a is a wonder liquid. I mean, oh yeah. You can drink it, you can clean things with it, you can burn the burn the warts off of your dog's ass with it. Just think right, of it this cleaning. way,
1: whenever you're drinking Coke, you're cleaning out your insides.
0: There you go.
2: This is true, killing that's everything. Clean. All right. enough enough that. That. Now just, now
1: just imagine that. what a Coke enema would do. No,
0: enough <laughs> no, that's of that. Right. Uh, Justin, you've got a story out of Oregon.
1: Uh, yeah, so this guy in Oregon, he had a can of Coke and he <laughs> <laughs> No, he did Boofed not. It.
0: He did not boof his Coca Cola. Oh.
1: Well, you don't you do not do that with Coke, but there are other things that, that I would recommend. Uh, maybe that'll be on Drug Cast Part 2, but I digress. Oregon. Address. Oregon. <laughs> I wanted to bring this in last week, but I was unfortunately unable to make it. So this one is actually from June 24th. Did So let me ask you down there. Is it legal to pump your own gas at the gas station?
2: Is it legal yes, to do it yourself? Yes. It's essential because there ain't no attendants coming out to do it for you.
1: Do you have any full service gas stations at all?
2: That's in the old days. That stopped, oh, gosh, when did that stop? Probably in the late 80s, maybe? 90s, perhaps? Oh, no, no, even maybe earlier than that. That's, like, wow. really old-fashioned. That's yeah, I was going to say,
0: service. late 80s and 90s, Geez.
2: Yeah. Oh, we're way ahead of you guys when it comes to um, tyranny and stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Authorities
2: uh, and, and lack of customer service and, and pleasantries and all that. Yeah, we're way ahead of you guys.
1: <laughs> well, you are closer to India. A lot easier yeah. to outsource.
2: India's a lot closer to us because there's a lot of Indians. <laughs> but I digress.
1: So up until um, last month, there are three states in the United States where it has been illegal to pump your own gas. Actually, um, we may we may just have been down to two: New Jersey and Oregon. Uh, so Oregon. After seventy-two years, has finally passed a law, um, where you're legally allowed to pump your own gas. Huzzah! And why, why would you not be? Well, so here's here's the retard logic. <laughs> we can all we can call it Democrat logic or liberal logic or union logic, but basically the theory is that. Any job is worth saving. So if you can stop someone from doing something that they're perfectly capable of doing on their own, then you're saving a minimum wage job for some 40-year-old and $200,000 of college debt to pump your gas.
2: Right. So this is a job-saving thing.
1: Right. Um, And... It's other excuses have been like, oh, it's for safety because you have to um, know how to up gas or it's
2: dangerous. I did wonder if it was for your, for our health and safety, because it usually is. And yeah. and I have to admit, I did see a, an awesome uh, little uh, bit of footage the other day of this woman who was just ridiculously trying to put fuel into a car. She just screwed it up so many times. The car was too far away, all this sort of thing. It was probably a setup. But it was a yeah. classic example of that's probably why.
1: <laughs> well, and I will say, I do spend a fair amount of time at gas stations. And there's a. So, um, quick little tip for everyone in case you. I'm pretty sure everyone knows this, but in case you didn't. If you're driving a vehicle, at least in North America, if you look at the gas gauge on your dashboard, there will be a little arrow pointing to the left or pointing to the right. And that arrow indicates which side your gas cap is on, because motherfuckers are too stupid to know what side their gas cap is on.
2: Yeah, we've got the same thing on the dashboard. There's a little tiny sort of gas pump looking thing, and the the little hose, it'll be either on the left or the right. But a lot of people, as you say, don't know that. But I got into a car once, and I can't remember what car it was, but that did not apply. So that really confused me. <laughs> huh. They lied.
1: I guess that's one of those situations where you wish you had a full service gas station, huh?
2: Oh yeah, I'd love to just sit in my car and be waited on, but that's not the case. Hasn't been for a long time.
1: Well, and it's yeah. I'm only I'm only 35, but it's my understanding that at these full service gas stations, they wouldn't just pump your gas, they'd like, you know, check your air, check your oil, check your mm-hmm. fluids. You know, wash you your windscreen.
2: Whole... Yeah, that's forward windshield. Forward.
1: Um, for uh, just quick <laughs> translation, right. app. I keep forgetting.
2: Yeah, but yeah, they but, do yeah. that. They wash the front and the back, and yeah.
0: That's yeah, good. it was great. I uh, I would love to see that again. I'd love to mm-hmm. see stations with a full service, like a team of little guys hopping out in jumpsuits, you know, checking your <laughs> tire pressure and everything. Why? Yeah, just why I would love I... to see that. But I, but I would pay extra for that. You know, that would be an experience you'd pay extra for.
1: Why do I picture what you're picturing is a bunch of Mexicans jumping out, be like, "Señor," <laughs> that is exactly
2: the picture that I had to, yeah.
0: or children, Mexican <laughs> <But> children. <laughs> the reason we can't do that is because there's things, stupid things like minimum wage and yeah. uh, hiring practices that are all just force all that kind of stuff out. You can't you places can't afford to keep a competitive price uh, price point if they have all this uh, extra regulation they got to take care of. But in in states, New Jersey is still you you can't you're not allowed to pump your own gas and it boggles my mind. Every time I hear that, I go, oh, yeah, New Jersey still does that. I guess I can't imagine driving up to a gas station. I would get out and start reaching for the gas pump. And I imagine there'd be a a guy would come running out. Oh, no, no, you can't do that. You can't do that.
1: And and it's New Jersey. so They'd be super shitty about it, too. Oh, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) They (laughs) took my gas.
0: And it'd probably be some some kid, uh, you know, younger than me. And I'm like, dude, I've been pumping gas when you were still in diapers. So get the fuck off. I know what the hell I'm doing. No, 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 you can't. You're not qualified. You don't have the certification. Or whatever the hell their excuse would be. Act That's yeah. pull, out, pull
2: out your AK-47. Disqualifies me, motherfucker.
0: Yeah. Well, then I'd be arrested for probably having a gun in the state of New Jersey. Right. <laughs> I can't keep track
2: of which ones uh, allow it and which ones don't. I, I don't know either. But Holy it's, it's, shit. What? You
1: are, upon satisfactory completion of the attendance, training, and examination the retail dealer dealer who operates the station shall prepare a certificate for each person who dispenses fuel at his or her station certifying that the person has met the training requirements of
0: New Jersey AC. Wow.
2: Fuel distribution engineer.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure you have to be in a union to get that job anyway.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Who would want that they- job?
0: <laughs> Well, it, it job security Who knows. You know, at you least get for job another...
1: security fucking washing toilets too. At least that's air conditioned.
2: <laughs> I don't know. If they offered a discount on fuel, I'd might consider it.
0: You gotta be you have to be certified for that too, you know. You gotta complete yeah. a twelve week training course. you'll be paid for it, of course, but
1: so I'm gonna leave my um Adol jokes um, aside um cuz of plumbing etc but oh gosh it was what it's probably about 15 years ago i actually stopped at a gas station to get gas it was a chevron and i didn't realize it i just pulled up to a gas pump and a guy came out came out of the store it was like hey man uh this is a uh, uh full service pump. He was like, what? uh, did you mean to pull up there? like, I was just like, what does that mean? He's like, I'll pump your gas for you. I was like, Oh, I guess. And it was like, Oh, it's like 20 cents a gallon extra. And I fucking like floored it out of there. Fucking <laughs> went to the next pump down.
0: Where was this?
1: It was, um, it was, uh, alpharetta um really probably like highway 92 manzel area manzel huh. road yeah. uh i mean again those like 15 years ago it was back when i worked at ups many many moons ago wow. but that was i didn't know that was ever even a thing at that point i was i was a young dumb 20 year old buck <laughs>
0: um yeah i you know i might uh see if that place is still around i want to i want to experience that full service you know service you
1: you have a kid you could really just make it happen on your own
0: (laughs) i don't know it's probably not what i'm imagining the guys hopping around in the little jumpsuits checking everything (laughs) and doing that that's what i want i want to i want to pull up and just see a little squad of guys taking care of my car as I'm sitting there, you know.
1: And I'm pretty sure at that time and point full service adjustment we're going to pump your gas for you and charge you an extra $30 for the service.
0: Yeah, maybe. But um yeah. there's that scene in Back to the Future when he's he goes he goes back to 1955 and he's in the the town square and he's like Looking around and he sees all the wacky stuff going on in the fifties, and he looks over at the gas station and the car pulls up and these guys jump out and they start pumping the gas and wiping the windows and everything. And I'm like, "That's what I want to. I want to see that. That's that's real America, you know, real Americana." But that that those days are long gone. So that's yeah, like I think
2: set your time machine for about 1981 in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> you can experience oh, okay. it. Okay, something around there.
0: I'd
1: love to know. More. Or you're gonna drive up to New Jersey?
0: Yeah, but I don't want to deal with all that bullshit. See that—that's just bullshit. That's not real. We wanna—we wanna provide a service for our customers. That's just straight up bullshit.
1: Go on. So I did not know that it was illegal anywhere to pump your own gas. <clears throat> uh, I actually dated a girl from New Jersey. And I had a teacher how to pump gas, and my mind was just like,
0: Phew. "Yeah, well, that's how they get you. They they make it so you can't pump gas, and then you never learn how, and then you have to rely on the people that." that it's make not it fucking rocket
1: science.
2: <laughs> you can pull a trigger on a gun. You can you
1: fucking stick up, the here. you stick the fucking thing in the hole, and you fucking you you. Pumping, pumping pumping gas like pussy.
0: <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> you can even so, pre-choose your total. They've made it
0: easy for you. Yeah, you can. Yeah. But you got to go talk to the attendant for that.
1: So here's the thing I didn't know existed. If you go to really? a self-serve gas station, you know, like when you put your card in and everything, and then you go to pump, if before you pre- put your card in, you press the enter button, a yeah. prompt will show up so that you can, like, set a pre-designated amount of gas to purchase.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, we've
2: got little. We've we're, we're so dumb. They had to build little buttons on there, so we've got like twenty dollars, fifty dollars, uh, a hundred dollars, and you just press whichever one
0: you want. Well, but see, that's I not didn't... real money. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. I' dollar. Okay. I've always, when it came to situations where I wanted to pay a specific amount, which was rare, uh, I just, you go up to the attendant and say, I want to put $10 on pump three, and then they'll, they'll set it up from inside the the station. And then you just go out and pump it. What a but pain. I, I mean. So you got to go I in there first,
2: line up, chat to the guy, and then yeah. come out and pump your own fuel. Yeah, whoa, it's a lot I, of work, I, man.
0: <laughs> well, I I can't even remember why I had done that in the past, but for some reason, oh, I guess because in some places, in some places they don't let you. Um, I always I guess because if I'm paying with cash, they won't let you pay for cash. Be like they won't let you pump the gas first because they're afraid you'll drive off without yeah. paying. So if you're gonna they're pay not. with cash, you got to go in and say here's my 20 dollar bill i'm on pump three and then you walk out and that's okay so it's a cash thing
1: let me go ahead and just apologize to the world for that because like sometimes there were times it's like you only got 20 bucks and you want a little bit of weed but you don't have any gasket to the weed dealer so (laughs) hard decisions had to be made
0: ah justin Justin, Justin, Justin.
1: Look, you can rip off the gas station or you can rip off the drug dealer. Only one of them is going to use violence against you.
0: Eh, It depends on the gas station. (laughs) Well,
1: by the time you rip off the gas station, you're fucking two miles down the road before Eh, they notice. eh,
0: You might get a few bullet holes in your back of your car. (laughs) All those right. Are the good old days. Yeah, those are the good old days. All right, Stella, give us some news from Australia.
2: Okay, well, I'm going to take you over to WA. not, so not, not Washington, Western Australia. Uh, we've um, there's been a there's been a new act passed called the well, it's not sort of new. Uh, WA's Aboriginal Cultural Heritage Act, uh, which is now in effect as of I think it was yeah July first. Um, And it's created quite a stir. Um, So the reason is, like, so Western Australia, the major crops that are grown there are barley, wheat, and canola. And they do supply quite a significant portion of Australia's food supply. I can't remember the exact percentage. It was somewhere around about 23%, something like that. I
1: was really going to hope it was 69%.
2: (laughs) It would have been nice if it was more, but not so much. Uh, anyway, um, so this act has created a little bit of a problem for the farmers because, you know, generational farmers that have been doing their thing for generations um, are suddenly being held to account with um, just simple things they want to do around on their land. Um, so Tony Seabrook, who is the president of Pastoralists and Graziers Association, says that this is an attack on private property and an assault on the farmers' property rights. Um, it's basically sort of I think it sort of would probably classify as more of a virtue signaling um and it's probably you know I mean we've got the yes vote thing coming up in the this referendum that's happening in Australia, which is about indigenous giving indigenous a, a bigger voice in parliament et cetera but it's it's very deceptive, very deceptive um anyway i won't I won't get into that side of it, but that's what's sort of very much in the um minds of Australians at the moment, and there's big debates going on in Parliament about the voice and the referendum and whether to change change the constitution. That's what it's about. Anyway, back to WA. WA. Um, So the farmers, basically, they're going to be more regulated now. Um, They're already the most regulated farmers um, globally, although I'm thinking that maybe the Netherlands might be in fairly good competition now. Um, So this new act is going to affect it's not just the big farmers it's going to affect anyone from 1100 square meters which is for you guys 11840 square feet of land so under that there's no impact but over that so that we're we're talking like you know this larger suburban areas with lots that big uh anyway so to comply with these new heritage laws uh the farmers are required to apply for permits um just to do Really normal stuff. So anything that involves going deeper than 50 centimetres, which is 20 inches, anything that goes uh, deeper than that into the soil. Um, I'm going
1: 20 inches deep every night.
2: Sorry. <sighs> this is the soil. Um, The soil. And uh, you'll be required to pay for an Indigenous consultant to come onto your property at $160 per hour and basically sort of approve whether you can – do what you want to do. And, I mean, that includes 50 centimetres of soil. That includes things like digging a post hole, planting a tree, um, you know, obviously making a dam, you know, structures, etc. So the other thing is that um, was a bit of a gripe about from the farmers is that sort of anyone can come, like any Indigenous person like, that's not even really from that area can come and just suddenly declare this to be a heritage site or what have you. So it's, it's sort of, you know, it's very of a slippery slope um, and the fines for breaching these regulations are for an individual $25,000 to $1 million <laughs> and for a corporation $250,000 up to $10 million
1: That's quite the discrepancy
2: yeah, Is that just based on
1: point. whatever they're feeling like fucking with you?
2: I guess it would probably be based on how much you did without consultation, so if you like dug stacks and stacks of holes or put in a few dams or something, and they'd probably be nosing up to the $1 million fine or what have you. But anyway, they didn't really do much of a breakdown there. That's just the scope. Um, So the farming community is obviously quite outraged at this, and um, they've actually started the biggest petition in Australian history to try to fight it. the government also rushed through the Act, which was passed, I don't know, when it was, right on Easter or Good Friday or something like that, but, you know, one of those sneaky times when no one's paying any attention, as they do. Uh, they also, the opposition only had two days um, to consider the 250-page document. There was no consultation. Um, so, yeah, the government basically just ambushed, ambushed the farmers, really. Um, so... That's sort of where that's at. I, I have no doubt that what they're doing, as they usually do, is bring something that's you know fairly over the top, and then of course they you know there's the, the battle begins, and then of course they go, oh, okay, well we'll just amend it a bit, and they bring the next bit, and they go, oh yeah, that's better. <laughs> that's the, how it works, isn't it?
1: The shifting of the Overton window.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess yeah. They're sort of doing that little testing ground thing first, just to s- stir up the. But you know, it is. It is seems to me to be sort of virtue signalling because at the same time there's a massive problem in Australia of um, and probably with you guys as well of deaths in custody and uh, this has been an ongoing problem for Indigenous. Um, Don't really see a whole lot of hoo-ha or mass amounts of money going into that uh, because it doesn't feed the agenda obviously but um, like Aboriginals in custody continue to die now. There's been 10 dead since March this year and there's probably more because that's as well. This would be a couple of weeks old now. This statistic. Uh, and since 1991, 1991, there was a royal commission into the deaths, of Indigenous deaths in custody. And since that royal commission, there's been another 500 have died in custody. So, so an, an average of one every three weeks. That's that's a national crisis. Was that's the commission
1: should... on how to do it better? Like, how can we kill more of these motherfuckers?
0: That's what it oh, sounds the, like.
2: Royal commission. It's. Probably not worth the paper it's written on, but uh sort of like them investigating themselves,
0: you know. So are they just getting beat up when they're in, in custody, or what's, what's going on? Are they uh, starved out, or were, what's happening?
1: Were they in custody or custody? Yeah,
0: if they were custody. in custody, <laughs> then they'd probably be all right. Yeah. Um,
2: oh, Look, all sorts of things. It, it ranges from terrible assaults, and um, I remember particularly one up in Northern Territory, few years ago now but this uh, young man was like hooded and tied to a chair and um, I mean I think that was to stop him spitting as you know so there's that but um, yeah anyway there's there's a lot of them I don't know I couldn't even tell you what the injuries are or anything I haven't looked into it that deeply and it would probably not be that easy to find out I don't know I mean you probably could because it'd be people up in arms about it in maybe local papers and things, but it's probably not the sort of thing that really is going to get a whole lot of attention. It does from time to time, but not as much as it should.
1: Do you yeah, guys I'd... have anything like the Freedom of Information Act over there? Yep, yeah, we do. Does it work?
2: I've never done one. It costs money. <laughs> that, <laughs> if I got only... paid for doing this, I'd do it. But
0: <laughs> That always bugged me. The freedom... What? What? Why would the government give you any information? I don't understand I why the Freedom of Information Act is supposed to you can't compel the government to give you information they're just not gonna give you, you know. Yeah, oh, no. they'll but, give it to they'll, you,
1: they'll just fucking black out every fucking word on the third. Yeah, page or they'll do fucking. that.
0: Uh yeah, but it's I would sense to me either. I would speculate that perhaps the deaths are you know rooted in just cultural difference. Maybe the indigenous don't the, the Aborigines they don't understand that when a when a cop is cuffing you and putting you into a car or something that you should probably comply or else you're going to get beat up. You know, like they don't understand the, the process involved with modern police procedures. I'm
1: seeing a lot. I'm seeing a lot of inferences from what you just said from the Aber Aborigines population and a certain population we have in America.
0: Mm, yeah. I mean, you, you would generally, you know, you, we all understand the the general police procedures and if you're being stopped and, you know, you can resist to a certain degree and you have certain rights and whatever, but I, I'm sure the Aborigines don't know anything about any of that. And if they're out doing something that they don't realize is against some sort of regulation, they're going to do make the wrong gesture or... They they naturally probably don't don't want to they hate the 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 police the West, you know the the
1: uh, fuck the police
0: yeah well you know, I don't know what I'm, what I'm what I'm trying to say is based on what I know of Australian Aborigines they 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 they, they can't wrap their heads around the the Western way of life the Western culture. Because they're the way they've lived is so completely different. They just, they just don't. It just doesn't occur to them that they should do things a certain way to avoid getting beaten over the head, or choked out, or whatever the case may be. You know, I, I bet it's it's, and I uh, think, I don't, it's yeah, equation miscalculating or whatever, however you want to describe it, but tragic uh, would be a, a good word.
2: Tragic is a good word because. The, the sad fact is that um, there's a lot of Aboriginal communities and the biggest problem is alcohol hmm. um, and violence, domestic violence, especially children. And uh, it's a travesty. It's it's shocking. I mean, just recently in Alice Springs, there, there were, I don't even know if it's probably still going on. It seemed to come and go in the news like a wave. Um, but there was a lot of problems. Um, it was becoming a very unsafe place to live, basically. Um, so who knows? I don't know um, what the truth is. I haven't looked into that. I haven't been to Alice Springs myself, so I can't say. I do actually know. <coughs> anyway, I just want to get back to the um, WA thing just for a moment because there is another side to this as well. Um, there's like, there's this bit. So um, this Act, that the National Heri- the Heritage Act, the Act aims to better reflect the aspirations of Aboriginal people in Government and business decisions that impact their cultural heritage. The views of Indigenous people have not been given equal weight in WA uh, on these matters before, which has led to disastrous consequences such as the state's outdated Aboriginal Heritage Act from 1972 failed to prevent Rio Tinto from legally destroying ancient and sacred rock shelters in Yukan, Jukan, I don't know how to say that, J U U K A N Gorge in 2020. Um, to expand an iron ore mine, demonstrating the need for the legal reform. So there's that side of it as well. So I guess, you know, it's sort of like the two extremes. Um, it'd be nice to think that eventually there'll be a nice middle ground met, but that's sort of generally not the way it works, it seems. Because even the, even in the Aboriginal community, there's heaps of division at the moment because of this yes vote thing. So there's lots of tribes are being just fooled into thinking that they're going to have a bigger voice in Parliament. That is not what this is about at all. They're not going to have a bigger voice mm. in Parliament. This is about land grab and this is about taking their sovereignty. And um, a lot of – even the Indigenous don't really understand that. And so it seems on the surface like, oh, everyone's just going, yeah, this will be great, everyone, you know. These poor, downtrodden people finally have a say, but that, it's not it's not the way it's going to work. The ones that are that are advocating for yes, they're either fooled or they're paid off. The, even to the point of deception, like somebody has even changed their name um, to make it appear like they're more of an Aboriginal, but they're actually a Torres, Torres Strait Islander, and that sort of is a separate-ish thing. So, yeah, it's it's very deceptive. And the Prime Minister is swearing he's going to get this damn thing through no matter what, because, you know, he's the puppet, and he has to do this because that's part of the agenda.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how to... I don't know what the answer is when you're talking about indigenous populations. Cause uh, you know, here in America, we, we have re- reservations. Uh, we I don't know did if it right. Well, I don't, I don't know if it was the right way to do it or not, but I don't know how they do it in Australia if they have reservations, but it seems like the land that the Aborigines live on and travel around cause they're kind of nomadic, right? They don't, kind of settle down too much
2: naturally everybody should be but for instance um yeah they might have you know communities and stuff but but like for instance lismore near where i live not Mm -hmm. i'm not right in it but um when you look into the history of that when that was settled whenever 1840 something or whatever um there was 12 tribes or 10 or 12 tribes residing in this area and they all got shifted and moved to you know missionaries so they got displaced basically um yeah. so that's yeah that's basically what's happened so it's not much different to what you guys the history mm. of you guys and the indigenous i mean i'd like to know what they think justin said yeah but we did it right what, what did what did the indigenous say about that <laughs> did ya? Uh, they, uh, they got casinos
1: and alcoholism now what more could they ask for
0: mm. yeah the fire water yeah and the casinos <clears throat> yeah they kind of the you know the reservations here aren't necessarily you know uh held to the s- state laws i think they're probably still held by federal law but they're kind of like their own states themselves and they kind of manage themselves govern themselves i don't know i mean i don't know all the details but that, well, that was kind of the uh the agreement that was made between the, the federal government <laughs> and the reservation Agreement.
1: yeah, yeah. The,
0: contracts that were signed this is that this we'll is what apply. you get take
2: it or leave it yeah and the thing yeah. is like you know their natural life is completely because they're displaced geographically but also you know people come and they have farms they put up um, fences and things so all their animals can't do their natural route migration mm-hmm. or what have you so yeah yeah
0: modern yeah. life progress what are, you, what are you gonna do what are you gonna do eh? play play nintendo and drink your bud light Right, Justin. I'd say
1: bring back public tar and feathering.
0: That I I would be okay with that. You know, if the mm-hmm. tax man comes by, look knocking on your door, he demands your your hay penny for your, each of your bales of hay. <laughs> just tar and feather him instead of paying him. <laughs> Sounds good to me.
1: Hell of a lot better than just throwing some gay ass tea over board ship.
2: But then they just kill your chickens. You can't get feathers. Yeah. That's true. Well,
0: All right. Well, luckily,
1: uh, there's more guns in America than there are people.
0: Yeah, that's a that's in theory, a, you know, the, the good thing because, oh, the government fears the people just enough to keep it in check. But eh, I don't know if that really applies these days. I, I have faith uh, that the, the what the hell?
1: Sorry, there's been a fucking fly flying around this room the entire time. So when you see me doing this, I'm trying to follow the fly around so I can eventually murder it.
2: Oh, we have a frozen keel thaw. Oh, no.
0: Yeah, I did that a couple times tonight. Anyway, for those of you listening and not watching, Justin was swatting at invisible enemies flying around his head. Just a drone.
2: They're coming. It's a little Chinese drone. Oh, but, know. uh, or, or maybe something else.
1: That's racist. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, can't remember just what I was going to call it a, a slanted drone.
2: It might have um, been Japanese.
0: 30 I can't remember what means. I was what I was ranting about.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, you froze. What happened?
0: I can't remember what I was saying. Justin interrupted me, and then I lost my train Can of thought. we
2: rewind? <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be fair, I
2: didn't
1: interrupt, I had a failed uh, murder attempt.
2: The fly took the spotlight. Yeah. The bugs. <laughs> the bugs will take the spotlight.
1: It's somewhere in this general vicinity, but I lost it.
2: You're oh, a pest I controller. Would... Don't you have a can of spray? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that I advocate bug spray. Terrible stuff.
1: I. So here's it's the sad work. part is that oftentimes I'll be like standing in the kitchen. So here's the thing I'll be standing outside fucking 60 hours a week. I don't see one fucking fly. Leave the door open for two minutes. (laughs) 30 fucking flies fly in. How does this fucking work? I don't know, but voodoo bullshit is this?
2: Well, after this show, I have to go and deal with an ant infestation in my bedroom. I just saw just like a minute before we went on or something. The corner of my window is black and moving, so that's going to be fun
0: you should place your hand gently on the on the collection of ants and just let them crawl over you and become one with the with the uh hive with with the antivus yeah yes then you can just communicate to them i promise you that'll work i'll just stand in front of them and
2: tell them to leave and watch them all just say bye-bye i'm going to stir up some borax i'm going to mix up some borax and something i just can't do bug spray
0: i wonder
1: what I've always used at home, before I ever had access to any commercial-grade chemicals, Windex.
0: Oh, okay.
2: It's still a chemical. Yeah, well, I like obvious. the smell of it.
1: Fucking goddamn water is a chemical.
2: <laughs> True. Borax is too. Just that's oh, the smell.
0: All right, guys. Let's wrap this up.
2: <laughs> Small we, we talk. Continue. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just derailed the show. All right. Uh, we are union Whap- of the unknowns justin you had a final thought
1: i was just gonna say let's wrap it up like we're banging a tie hooker
0: okay double double bag it uh,
1: so that's a myth you think it's it's good but it actually causes a lot of friction and it's actually more likely to um cause a a catastrophic malfunction with the um with the rubbers also Should don't you... keep them in your wallet also though it's it's 2023 just just raw dog the fucking thai lady boy and get a fucking shot of antibiotics <laughs> <Let's> get real
0: <laughs> all right on that note la, la, uh, la. thank you justin for those wise words thank you stella for joining us and uh giving us your your stories of the aboriginal australians and thank you listeners welcome, for listening uh justin where can people find us the union of the unknowns
1: man i didn't realize it was going to be homework um so check us out uh you... he's not
0: glad you asked
1: <laughs> union of the will take you to all of our um uh social media and uh podcasts across the interwebs rockfin uh discord spotify twitter bit shoot rumble youtube we're on all of them uh youtube is probably um a bit censored so check us out on rumble <laughs> if anything a bit yeah, yeah. Uh, it's we lucky all... we
2: have lots of tentacles
1: oh god i got a story about that you'll you'll <laughs> have to remind me next time okay yep We also have a a fantastic newsletter you can sign up for, which emails out monthly uh, to keep in touch with us. Uh, Also, if you want to get instant access with us, uh, join. uh, Just subscribe to us on Rockfin if you're already a subscriber. If you're not a Rockfin subscriber, please subscribe through us. We'll get a little kickback and uh, it'll make it easier for us to provide this amazing content to you. And uh, you can reach out to me directly at ismcat on Twitter and at Union Unknowns for uh, podcast-related items. Uh, I think there's Rash- a there's also Rash- a phone Rash- number and stuff, but it's all on the website. Ashley yeah, runs the Twitter
0: and Twitter, yes.
1: Yeah,
2: that's right, that's nice. Think Change Repeat that runs that. If you want to have a chat with Ashley, she's uh, normally with us, but
0: yeah,
1: not today. She's great she's she's killing it on twitter she has like four times the amount of followers i do and oh, my, memes, my, my memes are way better than hers the i don't know she's a she's people? a
2: gift queen you know she's a bit of a gift queen she's she's quick with the gifts they're always good anyway
1: yeah, but, but, <laughs> but 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 mine are racist
0: all right might be time to uh yeah. thank you Stella. thank you as can't thank you listeners We are Union of the Unknowns, and we are out. Not Your Mama's News has been a production of the Union of the Unknowns podcast. New episodes are available weekly on all your favorite podcasting networks.